I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Good morning, Teresa. You have such a fascinating story, and I am really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today because it's something that I am incredibly passionate about. And I know recently you have had so many incredible experiences, and my life's been so crazy that we're only just now getting to kind of connect on it. And so I would really love for you to share with the listeners a little bit about what inspired you to kind of reach out to me. And uh, let's get right into the heart about what we're going to talk about today. Good morning. Thank you so much. Looking forward to this. Um, for me, I, I just had a friend uh, that passed along your podcast that was on Bible Mysteries, and um, I so could relate with a lot of it. Um, and just my heart for really, it's interesting, everything that's kind of gone on with me and um, my relationship with coming to the Lord in the last 15 months um, and seeing the importance of um really helping people understand spiritual warfare and the things that we uh, just, you know, move the bar on opening ourselves up to things um, of the enemy. So um, it's just been a true, he has totally opened my eyes to how I got to the place that I got to seven years ago. Um, that certainly would have never imagined me being on a ventilator trying to take my life. Um, and um, I kind of made a deal with God at that point because you certainly could not say Jesus to me um, simply because I had opened myself up so much to so many um, so many things and different um, new age practices and things that I thought I was doing to help myself um, to heal from a lot of trauma that I had had growing up. And, um, but I just made a deal with God that I'm going to get to the bottom of this. How could I have wound up getting there? Um, I'm really curious about that too. I mean, I think one of the things that I find is how easily people can slip into a really dark world that they maybe aren't even aware that they're slipping into. And we've talked a lot about that on this podcast, but in particular, um, you even shared a story about yoga being taught at church and um, how a lot of people don't realize that that is a portal. Do you want to talk uh, to that at all? So for me, um, interestingly enough, it wasn't taught at church and certainly not at my church, but it was the discussion of, um, to me, kind of leaving that open to where people might think, oh, that's okay. Um, and I never, I only did yoga a few times for some reason. I don't know why. I kind of knew that that was like, mm, well, like I, someone had explained to me about Hindu worship of the sun and all of that, um, at one point, but for me, whenever I hear and have had discussions in my Bible study, um, that people just aren't aware of different things that they are opening themselves up to, um, and maybe not even understanding what I always try to tell people is just go to the root of different things. Um, just to understand what it is that we are participating in. 
Um, and that way, you know, and I always say, take it to the Lord. Um, but it was interesting in a few conversations that I had that they, these women just, they're like, well, I mean, I have a Christian teacher and, you know, I pray to Jesus the whole time, just not understanding that why would you want to yoke yourself to when you're calling out those particular movements, you are yoking yourself to the Hindu God, you know, you're, you're doing what it says in Deuteronomy not to do. And that is worshiping the sun, the creation rather than the creator. Um, so I just want to simply educate people. Um, I didn't open myself up to yoga. You know, whenever I was younger, I opened myself up slowly open to different um, like energy healer and going and doing healing touch, you know, Reiki, all of those types of things. Um, just thinking that I was doing something innocently, like that's bringing me health and helping me calm down my nervous system and my anxiety. So it can be the same thing. Doing those types of practices with yoga, you are opening yourself up. And I'm not saying you obviously as a Christian cannot have a possession, um, but you can cause oppression. And that is just what I want to lovingly and compassionately just bring attention to, to people of different things that we, we can open ourselves up to slowly open that door. And I think that the slow opening of the door is probably what a lot of people, you know, they think that they're just participating in well-minded things that are, you know, helping them find peace, helping them relax, helping yes. them um, move through things. I mean, I know that I attended a retreat uh, two weeks ago now that was absolutely incredible and it was not um, based in any particular faith, but they did offer it was yoga. They called it, I think they called it body movement. Um, and I was really nervous going into that because it'd been quite a few years since I'd been in the studio now, I think two years. Um, but what was very conflicting for me was the fact that, you know, I was moving through a lot of stuff. I had a somatic experience because of the nature of the retreat and, and I felt better. And I think that's one of the hardest things for me is, you know, how can something like this, that does do so much good to the human body. And, and I think about how many people just sit on their ass watching television. Um, how can it be bad? Right. And so that's very right. conflicting for me. And I think that's probably conflicting for a lot of people. I mean, you know, you sit and you kind of be with your thoughts and you be mindful about it, or you go and move your body and stretch and you realize that there's things that have been kinked up and stuck for a long time. Uh, like Bessel van der Kolk's book, body keeps the score. How can it be bad? How can we enjoy some of these really fabulous modalities without being yoked is what I'm kind of curious about. I agree. And for me personally, one that I can share my personal experience and what actually led to me getting to that final, final place where I was shook to my core and had a demonic experience, um, was I actually was trained and um, certified in somatic release breath work. And I know that this is just another um, example of different things that, you know, we look at while learning how to regulate the nervous system and um, 
I am so sorry. No worries. <laughs> I thought I took every precaution, but he just wanted to no, say hello. Okay. <laughs> um, but that I, um, I was trying to, you know, help with my nervous system. And I, while I found that to be helpful, there are certainly things that we do. I did not understand by leaving myself open. Um, I, the very last day, like whenever I did training and I actually participated and my partner was, you know, walking me through the whole session. Um, and I lost my voice for four days because I had a lot of stuff that I was dealing with some suppressed things that were going on. Um, but what was not, this is before I came to Christ, of course. <laughs> um, what I was not aware of was that I left myself wide open. And when I left myself wide open during that somatic release of those things that I had carried, and I was actually working on a particular very traumatic time with um, something that had happened in my life, um, as I was left wide open, I chose to, I met someone in that class to go through a whole nother ceremony that, um, that was two weeks later that I did, um, Cambo. And whenever I went, I actually prayed to God. I did not want to have anything to do with, you know, the whole Jesus thing or anything, but I prayed to God thinking, Oh, I'll be, you know, I'm going to be okay. And, um, I'm just going to get rid, I'm going to use this Amazonian tree frog, um, venom that is what they use during Cambo. And I'm going to get rid of the rest of this, this, um, candida issue that I have by the peptides healing my body. Okay. Went through that whole thing. And I'm going to fast forward when I did a three day ceremony of doing this, I was in ceremony four four hours, the first day and three hours, the next two days, two weeks later is when I, and innocently did all of this stuff for healing my body and all of that and thinking I'm just fine. Um, and that is when I really, things really started getting weird. <laughs> and um, I, my husband and I both, I mean, I was like, do you feel that um, when he and I were together, this happened three times. He's like, yeah, what is that? I'm like, um, there's something going on and I really don't know what's happening, but it's really freaking me out. And I was having some things that were just happening that I'm not going to get into right now. <laughs> but by the third time that it happened, the demon actually, I could see it. Not, it was not in me, but I could see it. He could feel it. And thank goodness he knew to pray. He said, we're praying right now. And that is when I actually decided to, um, after that, I went in the garage and I got my kindergarten Bible out and I dug it out and I started reading it secretly. I didn't want to tell anybody I was having anything to do with Jesus and all of that and read the Bible. But that's what I'm saying. You just think all of these things that were innocently participating in it's either all God or your things of the world. And people think, well, you're just being too much focusing on like yoga or something that's healthy and I'm praying, or, you know, it's not that big of a deal to do this. As you slide that bar, you are messing with the dark realm. And I can tell you, I have had the experiences and it's real and I'm very aware. And that is just, I want to come and just educate people and just warn them of why he says what he says in the word. So I want to play devil's advocate, no pun intended. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, because I know that we've had so many of these conversations, but 
I, I'm, I'm just curious how you handle it. If people say, yeah, but that book's just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, that was just written by men, <laughs> patriarchal men. Why would I ever pay attention or listen? And why would I believe that, that some guy came to the earth with all of this powerful messaging? Um, that's pretty much how I felt. <laughs> right. I know. It's like, this is okay. what I hear and from then, a lot of know, people in new age. I mean, I hear a lot of people and, and some people don't even, um, realize they're in new age. They don't even classify it as new age. I obviously haven't done me. a lot of work in this. No, it's new age occult. Now I see stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, I wonder if they have any idea what energy they're drawing into their body. That is, you know, these demons that have figured out how and in, how to inhabit um, the human body. I mean, and, and I see it so clearly in people around now I go, Oh my gosh, you know, and it makes, it's devastating when you see it. And I, I think there's been a quite a bit more of it lately. I think that they're really, um, on the move, so to speak. But, but what is your reply when people say that to you? Like, Oh my gosh, Teresa, you know, you used to be a cool person and now you're like a Bible thumper. Why would I even, you know, kind of thing. For me, it's just what I have experienced myself because I, as I told you, like you couldn't even say Jesus to me. And I actually grew up, my father was a, a minister. So I grew up in the church and just slowly that dial got moved over. And for me, it, it all boils down to, and I understand why. And my dad has actually had this discussion with me too. He said, I'm so sorry that we missed the mark of teaching, not just knowing about God, because, you know, you, you can talk about it all the time, but like getting in the word. And I understand why it is, it is the God breathed word from him. And as I got in the word, whenever I was just like, I was so scared that I actually picked up the Bible and just said, all right, if this whole thing is real, you're going to have to make it. The whole Jesus thing is exactly what I said. If this whole Jesus thing is real, you're going to have to make it very clear to me. And he did, because as I began reading in John and it began, it's like everything started coming off the pages that it made sense. And the more that I read in, um, like, you know, my study in Genesis, Le Leviticus, Exodus, as I started going through, I never saw that that way, like what was written there, but I never went through and like actually read it and asked, like, if this is real, you're gonna have to make this stand out and make it very real to me. There's no other explanation other than when you're blind and you can't see it, but whenever you ask him to reveal and say, look, I, I, I just had to get to the most broken of broken places and yeah. scared to my core. Yeah. And in the word, it actually, it, it states every bit of this. Yeah. So for me, it's actually getting in the word and, and, it, and, and it's it. sad to your point, because there are so many people who are stuck in these patterns. And I can tell you that since they're hurt, you know, too. coming to Christ for me, since doing this work in, in very painful ways, the things that have opened up in my life, you know, the yeah. things that have opened up in my life, I never experienced the peace and emotional freedom that I experience now being a follower of Christ than I was with unknowingly, unwittingly following the devil. 
Absolutely. And that was the number one thing. And that's what I always go back to that day, January 15th, last year, whenever I finally hit my knees and just said, all right, God, if this whole Jesus thing is really going to have to make it very clear, I immediately heard, get rid of your new age stuff. I cleared out all of this stuff. And Me too. Things. Me too. I threw it away. So what that was, the very first thing was when I heard that, which is when you asked that, God, please, and I said, please forgive me for trying to take my life. Please, for, I went through all this stuff. Please forgive me. And if this is real, please make it evident. What I did was I immediately heard the Holy Spirit speak. That's what that was. And I, I became, wish I did. I, I, I can't, became I can't. obedient immediately is what, like now that I see it hindsight 2020, oh my gosh, I became obedient and I got rid of the stuff. And as I got rid of the stuff, that day, there was a peace that I had been searching for my whole life, and I have tried it all. <laughs> I don't think that I can say I knew right away. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was a desperation thing where I just knew what I couldn't do anymore, yeah. but I didn't know what I needed to do yet. I think that right. was the journey for me because I was, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty deep in there too. I was pretty deep in there, um, but I can say what is literally fucking amazing is the fact that any of my hardest days and moments from the past, um, I never had the tools. I never had a tool that could ever rectify it. Exactly. And, and now any of my hardest days now, which fortunately have been much more mild with my walk, I go to Proverbs. I, I go, I, you know what I mean? I go to yes. Psalms. I can find anything in there. Some days I just say, just tell me where you want me to go. I flip open the book and it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. How can it be exactly what I needed? How can it be exact? You yeah. know, I mean, and, and, and when this first started happening, I'm like, oh God, it's the devil. You know, like I'm stuck in this mindset that it's not actually divine. It's, it, you know, you're, you're following the angel numbers kind of thing. Um, but Which yeah, a and, whole nother thing. <laughs> and, and what I find, yeah. And what I find is when I really freak out when people say it's 1111, make a wish. I'm like, oh, fuck, please do not make a wish. Please do not acknowledge that number at all. Um, but, but I struggled with that too for a long time. I mean, I read Tishnot Han, Living Buddha, Living Christ. I read most of his books. I oh, really yeah. align with a lot of what he had to say in terms of you are here now kind of a thing and how to be fully present and aware. And so it's very difficult for me because, you know, I really aligned with a lot of the things that they, that, that are shared in that community. I mean, it did, God, so deceptive because all, it doesn't seem bad. And it is, it's all counterfeit. And that's what people, um, they just don't realize, um, is that it's all counterfeit from God is the very first, he had the, he's the one that created everything. Um, and I, I want to go back to my favorite verse that I have to say, and this is what kind of, you know, exactly what we're talking about. And that's Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And for me, that, that just explains it all of what happened with me. And as I began digging in the word, which is how, you know, I had been through so much trauma therapy, so much stuff from all those things that happened beginning when I was eight years old and forward. And, but, and I sought 
everything placed all of these therapists, all these big pharma drugs, all this stuff on, they were like gods to me. It's going to save me. This is going to be it. Or this practice is going to be it. Or this ceremony, yeah. which I or never thought I would retreat, be in ceremony. This silent retreat, yeah. this dream ceremony. This, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I, this me, is going to be the humor. I remember my trauma therapist, he would constantly, because as a young child going through those things, I would, I had horrible, I would disassociate like all the time. And I, he would constantly say, where'd you go? Where'd you go? And so I have on my right arm, on my wrist, it says it's a tattoo. It's just, it's a white one, but it says right here, right now. And, but the meaning of that, I got that several years ago. The meaning of that has completely changed because it was to remind me right here, right now, because I was constantly trying to, I was outside of myself because it was too painful to be inside where I was and right here, right now. But today it's totally changed the meaning because right here, right now, I can't imagine being anywhere else because I was just, I was just, um, I couldn't handle being in the present moment. And today I can't imagine not being in the present moment because I see how he carried me through all of that stuff. And even though I chose all those things, he carried me and he loved me and he was waiting for me, even though I spit in his face and wanted wanted nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. But he loves us so much and he has a gift. And my pride got in the way and I'm grateful now. It's like he's removed the birth pains of all the stuff that I went through just so that I can reach out and just just gently say, you know what? He loves you so much. And he he is just patiently waiting for you. We all have free will. He doesn't force anything. And that's what's so interesting of what I used to think. And I heard so many different people in Al-Anon and AA say that the God of my own understanding and all of that. But it's truly, he's, he is everything. And I ran as fast as I could my whole life. I don't have to run anymore. That's right. Amen to that. (laughs) So, so one of the things that a friend sent me today and, um, it was pretty profound. Um, she was a Reiki healer. She also, um, has got found her way to her Bible and she, um, sent me something that was these astonishing numbers on teenage girls that identify as trans mm-hmm. and talking about the social construct and how it's become basically, and I forget the exact term and I should know it being in the psychology world, but it's basically where, you know, everybody else is doing it. So I'm going to do it. It's how trends start. It's how pop culture becomes a thing, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a way for you to fit in, blah, 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 and how they're having the highest cases of suicide rates and, you know, um, self-mutilation behavior, et cetera, than they have ever. Um, and, um, pretty fascinating numbers. And, you know, as I'm looking at some of this stuff, I'm just thinking, you know, somebody sent me a post and said, demons refer to themselves as they, them, Mm -hmm. et cetera, in the Bible, in the scripture. And I was like, wow, you know, it's kind of impossible not to see the timeline and the way these things are speeding up and the way that they're unfolding. Um, I'm currently in my clinical sexology program, a doctorate studies. Um, and my mission is to help couples who want to be monogamous, who want to be together, rekindle their intimacy and sex, um, in sex lives via, you know, working on some of these relational trauma stuff, childhood things, wounds, et cetera. And, um, recognizing, and I've had somebody on this podcast that talks about this, like, 
you can have a very, very, very amazing, beautiful, wild and crazy sex life. And also, you know, have a spiritual practice rooted in Christianity, et cetera. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, how do you destroy the nuclear family, remove mm-hmm. intimacy, connection, and sex from the, from the, you know, the, the spouse's lives. Um, and, and it's been so effectively done and that is the church's fault. That is religion's fault. Um, and, and so, you know, I'm kind of in this program though, where I'm having to learn about a lot of things that I, my bias is that I see that as mental health, you know, when people are, are beating each other till they're bleeding or, you know, anuses are protruding, et cetera. And we just had to take this attitude assessment um, workshop where we had to really tap into ourselves and say, how do you feel about that? Um, And for me, you know, consent is one thing. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if you're destroying your vessel, Mm -hmm. there, in my opinion, is something wrong. There's something Mm -hmm. not working well. Um, Because I can tell you, I'm not going to go drive my fucking car into a wall um, and destroy the tool that gets me from here to there. I'm just not going to do that unless I've got something wrong in my head. It's, you know what right. I mean? And right. I think that, you know, to have to be thrown into these spaces where you're kind of an outsider these days or whatnot has been a real challenge. But, um, yeah, I just love the conversation that we're having. I really do. Um, we have to wrap it up because I do have another podcast guest today, but could you share anything with the listeners that you'd like the listeners to know in terms of how to get in touch with you? I know you're starting a new podcast about this. Um, anything like that that you'd like to share? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. You can always reach out to um, me through there. And that particular one is um, life of underscore equilibrium. Um, you can DM me there. And we'll put the links in the show notes too. Okay, great. Um, Anything else though that you'd like to just share before we close and wrap up? I mean, my number one thing, and it kind of goes back to what you were talking about is just basically, I just ask people, what are you, like, what are you running from? You know, what are you running from? And I, (laughs) it's literally, I so understand the simplicity of it's Jesus plus nothing. And I totally understand why he says to get in the word, because that is where the answers truly are. And, um, as crazy and as easy as that sounds, it's really real. (laughs) And, um, we just make everything so complicated. We truly do just as humans, but, um, it's, you, you don't have to run anymore. I mean, it's just, there is freedom in Christ alone. And, um, it's truly that simple. So I love that. (laughs) No need to complicate it. No, you're right. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Um, you know, if you've listened to this podcast and you're really interested in understanding Teresa's story, or maybe just having someone to talk to, um, and to get a better understanding of her experience. If you're thinking that maybe you're in a place you no longer want to be in, reach out to her. We'll put it all in the show notes. And thank you, Teresa. I know this is not going to be the last of the conversations that we have. So, but such a great intro to, to what we're going to continue to talk about. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) This has been a BU find happy podcast for more inspiration. Check out the links.